me and Arab reaches there in no time and mind you in Middle East you know first Toastmaster club was in Bahrain in 1964 so this is the first Arab ever to reach to the finals at that point I was thinking how did I do it in one go you know you have to pass 25,000 uh, candidates and people who are running for this title all over the world How did I reach there? And I'm the only Arab and the, uh, all others are, you know, speaking English as a m uh, mother tongue. So m when I came back to Bahrain, everybody's like, ah, oh, wow, Bahraini did it. You know, I, a little bit on the, I was a little bit on the newspaper and Bahrain TV a little bit, but there was a bit of waking up moment for everyone. Like, mm. okay, we can do it. You spoke English and it's not your mother tongue. And you were one of the top 10 speakers in Washington, D.C. So questions came up and surfaced. But inside of me was this question, how did I do it? Mm. Um, was it, you know, um, first time, lucky man, something like this, like we say. And no, no, never. There has to be something that led me to this stage. Mm. So I was uh, going up the hill, but I didn't know that going up the hill mm. will take me here. And 2006 was a turning point for me. I looked back to my teens. I remembered when I first said yes to the first speaking opportunity. I said yes. And my, my friends uh, said, no, no, we don't want to do this. And I said yes. I was selected as an MC for mm. an occasion in Bahrain. So I said yes. And then I applied uh, my learning day by day. Before I go to speak in that, when I was teen, um, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to prepare. They told me you will introduce the speakers, but definitely an MC must do more than that. Mm. He has to engage. He has to keep the enthusiasm and keep the time and mm -hmm. keep, you know, be, he's the host anyway. Yeah. So I went to this um, ostad, we say, okay, yeah, yeah. a teacher in this neighborhood, and I said, Uh, how can I go about this? They told me to become an MC. So what shall I do? And he gave me one line, which is a golden line. And as you see, this is a half, half full cup, right? Mm. I was an empty cup. <laughs> so the advice he gave me poured indirectly. So uh. the space was empty. So I, you know, with full innocence, I applied it literally. And I know you and your viewers might say, what is that advice? Mm. Believe me, if I said it, and you will go down, Ooh, you know, mm. it was five letters uh, advice. And I applied it immediately since then with no question. <laughs> and little had I known that this advice actually permeated my being, the way who I am. It went with my style, with my approach everywhere like it was the golden rule that blinks every time before i speak or prepare for speaking and i applied it that's it i had nothing else no training nothing else and i didn't know it was so successful effective until 2006 in washington dc yeah. so wake up call look at what you were doing muhammad there's a difference uh, muhammad between knowing that you're good at something Or being good at something, but not knowing that you're good at that, you know. Mm. Actually, you can go about your life and keep being 
the best person, best version of who you are mm. and inspire the world and do your job yeah. without having to analyze who am I, what makes me so good. Come on, we don't have to go into that. But if you came to know, if fate, universe, God opened your eyes on your strength, then your journey will be different. Mm. Then it is a responsibility now. Then today you know. Yesterday you didn't know, but today you know. Now the question is, what are you going to do with it? Now you know that you have this strength, this gift. Yeah. Are you going to keep it for yourself? That was the question for me. Mm. And I kept it for myself. Mm. Yay! Keep on practicing it. Use this gift in speaking. Become one of the best speakers in the safety and health, occupational safety and mm. health environment. And name was going, you know, wild, uh, wild in <laughs> the arena of health and safety mm. in the Gulf. I was hosted in Saudi. And so it was good for my income. And still yeah. the gift was there. Wasn't I, identified. I, well, I did not. I did not identify to anyone. It was for me only. Okay, I okay. kept practicing okay. it. Okay. So, but time and life and people mm-hmm. were not uh, happy with this. Mm-hmm. Tell us what makes you so uh, hired a lot. Yeah. What makes your speaking schedule so busy? Yes. Although Muhammad, I don't have a book. <laughs> yes. And I don't have a yeah. website. Yes. And I did not achieve the world championship of public speaking per se mm. to become one of the uh, champions. But I only were, scored fourth. Yeah. Finalist. Yeah. yeah finalist. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm not in that hall of fame. Yes. And yet my schedule is busy. So there must be something that makes me ongoing. And people mm. are curious. Mm. Teach us. Tell us. So from a public speaker... To move into public speaking trainer was not something that was, you know, attractive for me. Mm-hmm. Now, you are a skilled person mm-hmm. in your own arena. Mm-hmm. And each one who listens to this podcast yeah. is actually good at something. Right. The moment they decide to step aside and take some break from doing Mm. into teaching the doing. That's an enormous decision to make in your career. Big decision. It's a big decision. It means the joy of doing something will be reduced. And then you have to teach others. Number two, it means that whatever you were doing and it was inspiring people and making lives better, Whatever service it is, it doesn't have to be speaking. Carpenting, uh, pharmacist, or whatever you're doing is so mm. good mm. that it's helping people, making lives better, even if you don't see it. Yeah. Then suddenly you take a break and say, no, I want to teach this. Mm. Come on, I have to make courses about this online. Yeah. Hey, man, it brings extra income. Mm. What happens? There is less of you, the genius out there. Mm. And people are getting less out of you out there because you decided to teach. It's okay. Mm. It's okay. It's not nothing wrong with that. But you have to know the stakes. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And number three, if you decide to take a break from doing to teaching, your expertise and the level of mastery of your subject 
will reduce because you're doing less of it, right? Yeah. So you're doing less, but you're teaching more. Mm-hmm. And if you are teaching more, how come you teach something which you are doing less than often before? Mm. Now, I am aware in sports yeah. that a cricket coach might have been a, a star one day. And he's no longer playing. Okay, that's good. Now he can teach because he he went the full length, yeah. and he knows the full uh, 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 of the, uh, the whole you know three sixty the whole nine yards. But sometimes you're so good in your industry, and then you take a break and you want to teach because everybody else is doing it. Yeah. The master class. <laughs> there is this. Yeah. Yes. So you have to strike a balance. Mm. People want you to teach, mm-hmm. but. You also want to keep doing what you love. Yes. So that's what I did. I started teaching mm. public speaking. And it mm. was a wrong decision. Really? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't say this before. Mm-hmm. And I don't want my kingdom of public speaking training. Do now. you regret for that? Uh, no, I don't regret that. A mist- that mistake was meant to be. Okay. Because the finding I'm about to tell you or the three findings I told you just now, it wasn't possible if I didn't do that mistake. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, I had, I, had, I had to go through this. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I started teaching public speaking, but I cannot. I felt I'm doing regular classic public speaking, and I'm not telling the gift, the secret, which my master gave back when I was a teen. I never said that. Mm. I, because I said, it's too heavy for others to get this. They just want the public speaking, you know, the outer outer face of it. How how to be good, how to be confident. That I can do for you. And I, when I did this, I became normal. And I took off, uh, I took time off my speaking and I missed speaking. I missed playing basketball. I was playing a basketball. Mm. It's like missing going to the court and doing slam dunks and, you know, you know, and uh, making three points, whatever, whatever you loved about public speaking, you're going behind the lines and only, only, you know, pointing at people, do this, don't do this. Mm. How fun is that? You tell me, how fun is that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. You're doing this beautiful podcast and mm. suddenly you will have to open another podcast or another channel to teach this stuff. For, this is <laughs> how stuff. to do it. So guess what will we miss? We'll yes. miss Kazi, yes. the master of this podcast. Yes. All right. Yes. So I tell my students now, be careful. If you want to teach, I can help you. Mm. I am trainer of trainers. Okay. Yeah. Approved from UK. So, yeah. but be careful. If you want to step into training, then you will miss doing. Yes. And you are mastering the thing, etc. So I started teaching public speaking classic way because mm. that's what's in the market. Then I became one of many. Yes. One of many. many. Yeah. I'm happy doing my keynote, my signature programs, mm. which are unique, like the program called a program called the one and only program. It went mm. across the globe. Mm. I traveled with it. Now I'm teaching public speaking 101. Okay, mm. why am I doing this? So then I shifted. I said, let me teach the secrets, the secret that I was given back when I was young. And actually, when I sat down, I looked at back at my 25 years of speaking. I gathered every secret I can, and it came to 10. So I called it the top 10 secrets. <laughs> and I said, okay, I want to be authentic. I don't want to teach public speaking 101. 
Anyone can do this. Yes. Let me teach the top 10 secrets. So mm. with my enthusiasm, mm. I created, I made another mistake. I went publicly. I said, hey, who wants to enroll in this program? So I accepted any group, sometimes free, sometimes a seminar. And a big shock. People were, were like looking at me like this. You know this look on their face? <laughs> what on earth is he talking about? <laughs> Literally. Okay. And uh, I still remember in Dubai that lady when she said, she was looking like this, looking at her. This is a waste of money. <laughs> Bring, give me back my money. <laughs> okay. So I said, Muhammad, what on earth are you doing? This is only in your head. There is no such thing as the top 10 speaker, top, top 10 secrets. You go and apply it, practice it. No need to teach it because no one will believe you. But in that gathering, there was one guy who was enlightened. I didn't, I didn't know. So he called me later. He said, Muhammad, I am going for world championship. Mm -hmm. And whatever you said is to me the thing. Okay. I said, really? Yusuf? Yes, Muhammad. And in fact, I will make another uh, setting for you. I'll bring specific people. I know my friends who okay. are, some of them are spiritual artists and managers, but he handpicked them. Mm -hmm. I will do everything. Please deliver the top 10 secrets again in a more elaborate way. That was my turning point, Muhammad. Amazing. Everybody there were transformed. There were people who were who kept quiet for decades and they opened up about things they never thought that they had in their mm. relations. Like, And I remember in one of the gatherings, one lady, she collapsed because the top 10 secrets brings the real human out of you okay. before you speak. She collapsed. She said, I'm 17 years uh, divorced. And I kept quiet about this. And everybody else was like, she said, today I am different. <laughs> wow. And two years back, she announced that she got uh, married. Mm -hmm. I had nothing to do with this. I, only, I am only a speaking coach. But she told me in a gathering only three weeks ago, online, she said to everyone, mm -hmm. I was in this man's program speaking. At that moment, I decided to get married again. And I was like, how can speaking do all this? Okay. So there I believed, Muhammad, of there is something special I can give. Not necessarily the thing that's out there. Mm -hmm. So you have to stick to what makes you special, what you believe in. And this was history. Then I only delivered this master. I call it master class. Mm -hmm. nothing else if you want me to teach you public speaking for business okay I have trainers which I will show you or if you want me to come to your company I will do that but that's not that's not where my joy mm -hmm. and wh where I'm centered is it's not. so it's been like this so yeah all the way amazing so usually uh, when you're getting into like training or speech of course I'll get into your uh, this pinnacle which you have reached. But I would like to know, like, I mean, what goes inside you? What is the internal things happening? Because I'm sure the secrets are, which you are talking about are something related to internal. 
and that is what i like about discussing in the rajesh rich so something whenever we are going for any speech it's you know a normal human tendency that we will have some kind of nervousness or something happening inside which nobody talks about usually yes. this is something i want to know from you yes. because you you seem to be very confident and very easy going <laughs> <laughs> well i go th- what i go through whenever i speak is what everyone goes through and nervousness mm. and will never go away it will be at uh, a degree when you start and then it has its own path when you go further into your speech mm-hmm. so there are you know this there is a curve there but mm. but but everyone has that curve anyway mm. the point is what have you done early enough before you reach to the stage of the stage pun intended right so there is work that you have to do before on yourself yeah okay and there are very difficult questions that you have to pose to yourself yes <laughs> and the biggest question is why do i want to speak why on earth do i want want to speak um you have to remove all the um <clears throat> unnecessary goals like finite goals short lived goals materialistic goals which you are all entitled for by the way yeah it's really fine to speak and get paid for being a speaker definitely but if that is what what's your uh, you know limit that's your highest goal um then then your speaking will be limited your energy your mm. your fear will be more always so you know that fear goes away when love comes love is the opposite of fear not courage so if you have love then you can conquer fear of public speaking the techniques and breathing techniques will do very little by the way and yeah, they are yeah. very short lived short term okay yes. and maybe you need them even when you are uh, when you have you know super uh, managed your in- inner things and you have done those things for yourself but you will need breathing at the end of the yeah. day all right yeah. but uh, you have to ask yourself those big questions which i ask in in the, the top 10 secrets right mm. at the beginning all right so i actually push them not to speak they have and they have enrolled to speak and i challenge them you have to win this debate against me why do you want to speak so your why has to be very strong wow. to the degree that you will decide that Okay, I want to speak but not about this. Mm. Okay, now I get you Muhammad, I don't want to speak about this but definitely I am not going to give up speaking about this subject. Good. <laughs> good. Okay. That's a good beginning. Mm-hmm. Why uh, are you are you not willing to leave this? Let let go with this. Mm-hmm. Then we work on that subject which he says I have to speak about this. Mm-hmm. then we find the rationale we find the fire inside we find mm-hmm. the boiling and still i debate with him don't speak baba write a book <laughs> write a book okay do a blog okay okay so we do all this funneling and screening and filtering until we reach to that that spark inside of him that i must speak wow okay. if you catch that spark 
that spark will grow by itself and it will burn everything around. And burning mm. and fire cannot be resisted. Yes. Never. Any fire you see cannot be resisted. All right? right. So it has to be a ball of fire inside of you. So, it, But at the beginning, I have to challenge you and tell you, don't speak. I'll pay your money back. Don't speak. <laughs> This is what you, you always feel. You make sure you're clear. I make sure. Do I really want to speak about this? Okay. Is it because of the check? What if they in, invited me for something that I am, you know, 25% expert in, not 100% like health and safety? Do I want this? I have to ask myself, you know, questions before I go there. So if you work on yourself, then... you are much likely to be a better, you know, a better performing when you go mm. out there. That's why school. you think uh, in the schools also it's not taught. You think that is a reason because public speaking in the schools, it's something we like, we hear from only the best ones. They select only the best talking speaker or speaking boy or girl and they choose them and then push them. Or that's how it is happening all over the sc- any any school systems which we have. Yeah, that's a good example, Muhammad. Now these youngsters. Well, now we are not talking about professional yeah. public speaking yeah. because when I say professional public speaking, mm. I mean that you are an expert in your subject matter yeah. and you have gained years of experience. Then you are entitled to speak about only only about. Okay. Not just go out there and speak about anything, anything and everything yeah. just because the social media allows. Yeah, yeah. And the legislations allow you to go and open a room yeah, and yeah. teach because that's the case now. Yes. Okay. Before it's only authors. Before it was only doctors. Experts. Now anyone yeah. can speak. So that's a big challenge. Well, now we are talking about young uh, young people which are the kids at school. Yes. Now, they don't have any experience in life, right? Mm-hmm. No career. So, we want them to stand and speak just to adopt the skill. Yeah. Okay? And in my book, every kid has the right to speak and be given the opportunity to present in every subject that they are learning. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in Kuwait in one of the institutions, oil institutions, okay, mm-hmm. oil and gas mm-hmm. institutions, and there were doctors and etc., and MBA holders and stuff, 19 persons. And I was with them one week to teach uh, laboratory safety, which is my, my experience, laboratory safety. But I'm also a public speaker. So each one of them daily, I try to make them stand and speak because we do... Uh, exercises and I want them to do workshops and stand, present your ideas, present your findings in this risk assessment, okay? So, standing up and speaking is the norm with me. <laughs> By the end of the week, every, we made goodbyes and everything, good comments, feedback, etc. And this lady, young lady, came to me, I think her name was Fatima, and said, Mr. Muhammad, I can see it in your eyes. You are wondering why Whenever I stand up and speak, I'm so confident, right? I said, yes, you read my mind. How come? She said, uh, I was born, and I'm a Kuwaiti, but I was born and raised in Canada. And in Canada, uh, from the first grade, every grade, we have to stand and speak. No exceptions. Every student 
has to stand and speak and present. This is the norm, Mr. Muhammad. But in our countries, I feel bad that it is an exception, not the rule. Yes. We want it to be the rule. Now, back to your comment. That's why when a student stands and speaks, gets an A, because the uh, teacher will mark this as uh, participative, for example. Yeah. Actually, it shouldn't be the exception. Yes. It should be the norm that every kid stands and speaks. Mm -hmm. Why create stars and heroes out of standing and speaking? Why speaking and presenting has to be something only for few kids because they choose to do so and yeah. we don't have time for others. So my call, everywhere I go, I say this clearly. It shouldn't be an exception. I know there are awards and contests and speaking yeah. contests. Yeah. But we are only making the situation worse. Every young man and woman has to start speaking before they go to college. Mm. Otherwise, why do I get all these uh, uh, requests yeah. from students? Mm -hmm. We cannot manage our jury. Um, there are low students who cannot speak two sentences. And I'm brought to the university from time to time to give a lecture or a workshop, but for two hours. This is not going to solve the problem. Yes, yes. Then even beyond the college, men who are men and women who are at work, they suffer. They discover that they are so good in their work. They understand they are certified, they are mm. qualified, but they cannot participate in meetings. Cannot express it. Yeah. There are managers in banks, and they said, Mr. Muhammad, I reached a point where I am so experienced, but now to become an area manager, in my field, I have to speak properly in the conference call where our boss is, and I cannot. I feel so un. So who is responsible for this? Why didn't we build this in our education system like in Canada? It doesn't take anything. Just yes. allow each one of them to stand and speak so that they'll be okay. You know, my, my company gives the service, <laughs> and I, it's, it's a bit of profit for me. Mm -hmm. So, by default, by definition, I am gaining from the suffering of the parents. True? But it's not a good scene. It's not a good scene. So when I went to the top 10 speakers in Washington, D.C., the message I wanted was, it's not only Muhammad Ali who can do it. By the way, my name is Muhammad Ali. It's, there are a lot of us in Bahrain. Stop playing this game of first Arab, only Arab, which is good for my profile. But what about the rest of my country, men and women? There are a lot of us. So you have to break these barriers. I tell the Bahrainis, you break the barrier. Don't tell me we have expats here in Bahrain and we cannot mm -hmm. speak, we cannot outspeak. In fact, the expats are helping you. I know this for sure. Yes. And I'm good in speaking because of the Filipinos, Indians, and everyone around me who supported me and helped me. You have a wealth in Bahrain. Don't say, don't tell me English is the problem. <laughs> Just break the barrier. Mm. But of course, there is a part of this on the, a part of this goes to the educational institutions. Mm. They have to do more than just mm. what they are doing. It's strange, Yanni. Are you, are you really working on that to really government level? We are working. Yes, ah. we are trying to approach. And I hope someone hears us through your channel. <laughs> and this is for the best of the students. We, have, we want confident future Bahrainis, don't we? We want confident. We don't want them to be dwarfed in front of every 
in fact one of the uh, one of the managers ex managers in a governmental body he said muhammad you won't believe i am in charge of recruiting uh, bahrainis and they are so good and they are so competent when we sit across the table muhammad they lose the opportunity because they because of their inability to express themselves clearly his cv is rich we know he's good but i cannot pass them nor can the panel pass someone who cannot speak and utter two sentences so this very important moment in his life is lost because of what not presenting we could have avoided this early on back in the schools mm. and the colleges mm. i hope all bahrainis how about your experience yeah I'd like to know your teenage experience how did you really like got that confidence in you because i'm sure you must have gone through something or you stood up you had initiation from your side you participated in something that's why it was like okay you you were select, getting selected or you were going yourself yeah something must be there <laughs> Okay that's a good question because now I'm 51 Kazi right okay <laughs> and uh, when people ask me well, because I speak more to youth now than ever mm-hmm. and I have to recall where did it all begin mm-hmm. so at least I remember the first instance where I said earlier and that is when we uh, uh, you know no social media that time of course, of course we know yeah. this of course okay so So I was 18 19 where this we were the boys in the neighborhood and the guy said who wants to be the MC I said me everybody else was relieved when I said me <laughs> and he, and he I said I will be the MC he said Muhammad good <laughs> my son you will be the MC I said I will be what is MC <laughs> <laughs> Really even okay, if he okay. described I have no idea what is MC Okay. Now I said what I uh, that I took this idea from my master but I'll t- say something else now here this is what I do now mm. in my public speaking uh, courses when I uh, have my trainers teach uh, you know youngsters there is no um like optional okay son daughter who wants to speak Mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. no mafi okay we say everyone you have to stand and speak there is no uh, excuse there is no actually you have to stand and speak what i did at the beginning which helped me all the way like a chain reaction i tell them you have to do it now son now it's mm-hmm. now or never if not mm-hmm. now then when if not you then who if not here then where so do it and after two days they are thankful then after years they come back to me thank you for forcing us wow. to speak there so if there is one thing you need to do now everyone who hears me is just push yourself and say yes to any yeah. uh, speaking opportunity do not put this off so this is my experience as a teen which made all the difference and the chain reaction continued i'm glad i'm glad i did this when i said yes wow that's amazing So like you know now that was like you are helping already she's like I have to appreciate for that so I'm I'm like worried about like me even me if I want to catch up the competency level of you now speaking 10 hours mastering is crazy <laughs> which is which is like any 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 competency or any skill if anybody wants to like you know develop it requires a time how do we catch up the speed now which is like i don't think everyone can really do it without any mentors help or 
See, um, I, I did this without mentors, yeah. and I'm glad that I learned public speaking practically by myself, by my experiencing trial and error, until I joined Toastmasters, and it was uh, a very good help. Now, mentioning Toastmasters, by the way, you can join any club of Toastmasters, and you can start on the right foot and gradually grow through a very systematic uh, program and that will take your hands, okay? Very mm-hmm. systematic. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It's, speaking is everywhere. Now, you cannot actually yeah. run away from speaking. Yes. And I remember one doctor who was Pakistani, a friend of mine, he said, uh, when, uh, he said to me in one gathering, Muhammad, I don't know why I am not like my friend. Who's your friend? He said, me and my friend, we are the same university we graduated the same degrees same honors and we have the same business same experience but he is always called for conferences to speak he always goes for you know forums and he's everywhere lecturing speaking not me he's not better than me well guess what he answered he goes and speaks and you don't mm-hmm. <laughs> as simple as that so this is Unfortunately true. Brian Tracy says that if two people are of the same experience, but one of them speaks more often, then guess what the people will, who will the people call expert? They point at the second person, the speaking expert. They will tell them, they will say, he's he's more expert, although they are, he's not more expert. He just speaks more. So if you are in any occupation, Mm-hmm. And you're doing well without speaking, good for you. But if you think you need a nudge, but if you think you need more attention to your job, maybe you should start speaking. And now I see doctors, yeah. lawyers yeah, yeah. asking me, can you help me to speak through Instagram? Some of them are doing without help and good for them. So that is not to put the pressure on every professional and mm-hmm. every profession mm-hmm. that speaking is a must, you know, add on. No. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing well, your reputation is good, you are a good surgeon, you are a good um, chef, you don't have to open an Instagram account and speak. Yes. You, just do your job. Do yes. the magic because your work will speak for you. Yes. Yeah. But speaking is permeating, going everywhere. Mm-hmm. And now in corporates and companies, mm-hmm. people are not able to advance if they do not speak. Yes. I had this one lady who is one of the executives, but she says, I'm the only female executive. And guess what? When I present in front of them, the whole, you know, men gathering, I can see it in their eyes. Sometimes I can hear it in their words that I shouldn't be there. (laughs) And who are you to talk? Mm. And she had this feeling, all right? She wanted some special training anyway. But I got this insider who tells me that, it's happening there. And I don't know how, how much more is happening out there. Mm. So now entrepreneur, entrepreneurship is actually more than ever. Yes. And, and an entrepreneur has, has to. to pitch. 100%. So there you go. There you go, Muhammad. It's everywhere. It's a crazy challenge for anybody. Yeah. But I, I felt like it's not about uh, only about uh, you know, giving information. Even I, in, I, even I in, uh, interview doctors because I come from background of pharma and yeah. medical and I, I can feel it. Like some are informative, yeah. but some are storytellers. 
some are statistical yes some are very uh, very very smart in uh, pitching the idea and humorous like you <laughs> so i'm i'm like hey, uh, why it's not possible for everyone i mean this is something has to be learned this is a skill yes and how of after uh, from your experience how are you uh, uh, very much good at humor and uh, uh, storytelling i think within like f- 15 minutes we heard many of the stories for sure yeah <laughs> uh, this is something we have to see from others also right? yeah i'll tell you another one another story which i hope it lands to the point that you're looking for so there was um, a csr project in saudi arabia in the eastern province and it was um, you know so you know corporate social responsibility and it was about food waste mm. and the authorities there they agree that food waste is uh, a problem okay mm-hmm. they have the numbers and they want they are working on it okay so this company wanted to do something in that area and they wanted a program mm. and they wanted speakers trainers to go to schools girls and boys and you know a full length program so i I didn't know about this. I came later when they called me from Bahrain because the uh, branding company is a British company from Bahrain who's doing mm-hmm. all the collaterals, mm-hmm. doing all the program and training. So they hired Bahraini trainings. One of them, I was, it was me. But I was selected to do what? Pitching. They said, Mohammed, the program is ready. The company, all the authorities are okay. But there is one last step we have to do. We have to pitch the program and the scheme mm-hmm. in half an hour to five parties one of them is the top authority in that city mm-hmm. and with their signature with their yes everything will be in place mm-hmm. the ministry of education access to the students everything will be okay but we have to give that pitch and the pitch has to be in arabic remember they are a british branding company mm-hmm. and they showed me the slides mm-hmm. and i looked at them it's you know flow charts we'll do this very beautifully we'll done okay. stage number 1 we'll do this stage number 2 this and all very colorful and i looked at this i said when do you want me to deliver this <laughs> they said tomorrow 24 hours you're giving me this now <laughs> okay all informative and i got it very informative exactly that's the word mm. very informative and i know deep inside informative will not convince yeah. it will convey Mm-hmm. but you want to convince right Good. so i had to drive to saudi arabia with these two female executives at the back okay british they have to be there to see this happening but i'm delivering in arabic so on the way i'm driving and i said ma'am i will add a story No 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 please don't do that Muhammad don't do that these are authority people these are the authorities government people don't do this I said okay these are government people they, they are humans mm-hmm. I knew this part was lacking mm-hmm. I said ma'am you hired me trust me for this and inside I was shivering because you know <laughs> uh, all the thousands of dinars were, were at stake because of that oh pitch and all the trainers all the experts all the executors the company who who is sponsoring waiting for that half an hour pitch and i went there and i added my story 3 minutes before i go into the 30 minutes of information and i delivered that story the authorities jumped even the top man there he said this is exactly what we want 
pointing at the story which I said. And even the British executive said, Wow, Muhammad, what a great job you've done. Mm. It really wasn't because of the information. But it was the passion that came out of me from a story that really happened in my life. All I did is I linked it to this uh, you know, food waste program. Mm-hmm. And it made all the sense. So whenever I, if you know something so well that it's part of you, you believe in it yeah. to the yeah. roots, you don't worry, just say it. Yes. You don't have to actually enact a lot and, and embed a lot of, you know, techniques. Like you see, I'm, I'm not doing any, I'm natural, right? Yes. So it came out of me and, and they awarded the program the yes and this. After that, it was, History. Mm. So, my, my advice to anyone else is not to be good at speaking. Yeah. Speak at what you are good Correct. at. Mm. Reverse the equation. You want to be good at speaking, Muhammad? I want to be a trainer, Mr. Muhammad. I want to be a speaker, but I don't know in which category. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the wrong side. Wrong side. Yes. <laughs> you have to go at what you are really good at. And then speak about that. I'll assure you, you will not need me. Mm-hmm. If you believe in the things that happened to you, if you have seen and experienced what you went through, come on. We don't need a training, a trainer for public speaking. I am feeling I'm ruining my business in your podcast. No. <laughs> I am. I feel I am. No, because I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to like understand, like, any, uh, uh, why I did not bring you earlier, <laughs> you know. So it's, it's like you know, uh, very much uh, uh, interesting when it comes to like understand, like, where a whole question. You made it very simple, you know. It simplifies that. It this is what we are to focus on. Where, which are you good at? Focus there. I'm like, it's very simple and it's straightforward, you know. <laughs> you know. So uh, another thing is like, can I, Yeah, when if we are talking about speaking, it's not just speaking. I like I, whenever I'm talking, you're like hundred percent listening to me. You are trying to comprehend. This is what I I want to really learn also, like listening and comprehending things, like a journalist and how it is done. What are the facts and what are the figures? I have to really find out and really come back and give very simple, you know, information or simple thing which will. convey the message which which i was like wow this is very nice when i listen to you so how about communication uh, with the listening and comprehension power do you think this is also a part of it communication is a whole cycle subject we subject. know receiver and and yeah. sender receiver coding decoding we know this uh, cycle yeah, yeah, yeah. so not to pull this uh, whole, interview yeah, yeah, into yeah. a workshop and scientific thing <laughs> right course, okay course. yeah yeah but um, this, the the thing is that your communication with yourself is essential mm. people don't take the time out to have a meeting with themselves yeah we are always busy yes. meeting others okay have you scheduled a meeting with yourself and i re- mean really honest meeting not nice. just have a cup of coffee and by the seaside did you really talk to yourself did you in fact listen to yourself steven spielberg says in one of his uh, uh graduation ceremonies that he was uh, delivering the uh, speech he said to the students 
you need to listen to your the the there's a message inside of you, a messenger who's talking to you, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't want to say your heart, but he said something not heart, but listen to your own voice inside, mm-hmm. which is you, not other people's voices. The problem is it's whispering. Mm-hmm. And outside it's so noisy. It's yes. a noisy world. You need to listen to your whispering inside. The problem is whispering, mm-hmm. but you have to take time and listen to that whispering. In one of the gatherings in uh, virtual two years ago, uh, it was for Kerala area, mm-hmm. and they were managers, etc., doctors, and so I was talking about professional speaking. Okay. And at the end of the program, this doctor came up, and I delivered the model to them, mm-hmm. which is basically what I told you: if you're good at something, then speak about what you're good at. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't go here and there. And he said, "I'm 30 years. I'm a heart surgeon." And I have no idea how to become a speaker. I joined Toastmasters. And I have no idea. I said, doctor, you tell me in these 30 years, okay, what is that one thing you believe in? What is that one thing you learned? Mm-hmm. Immediately he said it. So okay. I don't recall, okay? okay? I said, okay, good. You believe in that thing. Why do you believe in this? He said, because this has happened continuously. I told him, can you recall an incident where it did happen? He said, yes, actually. They brought a patient, and the only way was to do this and this, but we couldn't until we found another way mm-hmm. to bring, uh, you know, to rescue him. And we were successful because of doing something different. And that's why I believe now in this principle of so and so and so. When he finished, I said to all the attendees in the Zoom room, ladies and gentlemen, what you have just heard was a speech. And they gave him a big round of applause, and he was astonished. I said, doctor, you just delivered the speech. Because you told me what you believe in. You told me sincerely what works. And you actually gave an evidence from a real incident which happened to you. How more credible can you be? This is the credibility we are looking for. Pharmacists speak about pharmacy. Um, accountants about accounting. Uh, I don't know. Anything. Doctors, anything, all right? And technicians about whatever. Artists. Do not jump here and there. Then you can help a lot of people. Because one for all, one thing will help all. And all for none. Sorry. Again, I'm saying this. This is one of my rules in speaking. Mm. One for all and all for none. If you take everything, you want to speak about everything, you will help none. If you speak about one thing, focus on one thing that you really know deep, dive inside, Mm -hmm. then you will help many. Mm -hmm. Am I ruining your business now by taking the secrets? (laughs) (laughs) No, I spelled Uh, them. Last night I had an event and I spelled a lot of secrets. Let people use this and make the world a better place. Because we have many speakers, that's another dark fact I keep saying. We have a lot of speakers, but the world is not getting better. Yes. Until the speakers decide to only focus on on what they are passionate about and professional about and experience about something you know very well. If the whole world comes against you, okay, you will still say, this is the truth that I believe in. Then 
this is irresistible. Yes. It's another Elon Musk in his own, you know, in his own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, beautiful. How about th- thoughts on persuasion now? No. So, persuasion is something uh, every field, every person requires in sales or any field uh, they go for. Yani it's not only about speaking. You can also use your communication skills there. Right? Absolutely. I think today we face a big uh, challenge of this. Even if digitalization or uh, any technology come in, we still have a job to do. We still have work to do. I think this is the area which I feel like persuasion is something can be positive and negative. So, how do you really uh, explain when you are saying the persuasion, whether to inspire or just to get jealousy and do that, <laughs> you know, just to achieve one, uh, you know, something in your life? How are you teaching that way? <laughs> It's very tricky. Yes. Very tricky. Because yes. <laughs> maybe that's why I avoid teaching speaking. Yeah, yeah. Even when it comes to the mastery level. Or yes. Scary also, you know. <laughs> yes, because anyone can master the art of persuasion yes. and use it. The wrong For wrong way. things, yeah. Okay. So, doing the right thing, you do the right thing, but for the right reasons. Sometimes bad people do the right things and sometimes good people do the wrong things. Exactly. So, I cannot actually pick people and I say they are righteous. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, okay, let me teach you speaking. Yeah. All right. yeah, we, yeah. we never can, we can never you do cannot, this. Yeah. Okay. But we can give the tools Mm. And we can mm. say the truth, mm. okay? Mm. And even if it goes against my uh, earning, like pe- some people want me to, just Muhammad give us the techniques. And I tell them, it will not help you. Yeah. It will, it's only a short, short term. Mm. And sooner or later, your speaking will go down. You want the real thing on, or what? Okay? No, I just want to win the trophy. I just want to... Uh, you know, out, outperform others. I say, this is the wrong reason. This is the wrong reason. And I cannot help you much. All right. So persuasion usually is about <clears throat> um, persuading people about things they already know. <laughs> like, I know that you are, you, I know that uh, smoking is not good. Okay? Smoking is not good. But I do it anyway. So how to persuade, how do you persuade me to quit smoking? Mm. You cannot give me more information because I saw all the information. Yes. I saw the facts and statistics. So the art of public speaking comes here. It's an art with ha- giving the ethos, pathos and logos like yeah. uh, Aristotle yeah. said. Yeah. So you have to gather all of them. I remember in uh, Jordan, okay, mm-hmm. I, did, I was speaking in a safety conference. I was mm-hmm. the keynote speaker. And I said, how many of you smoke? Imagine everybody raised their oh hands. They, everybody smokes. And I showed them smoking kills sign. Mm-hmm. How many of you will smoke? And they said, we smoke. Sorry. <laughs> None of them lowered their hands. And mm-hmm. then I went into another mode to prove something in leadership. Anyway, yeah. it was yeah. about behavior. But I, I told them something else in a persuasive manner without them feeling. And I finished, okay? I had no idea that outside the room, in the break, Omar will come to me and say, Muhammad, I stopped smoking three years ago. 
and I promised my wife and children I will never smoke again. I was a heavy smoker. But after what you did today, sorry. And then he said, but here in the tournament, we are in a tournament, all right? Mm-hmm. Conference, few days in Al-Aqaba, yeah, yeah, yeah. beautiful place, beautiful city. He said, all, all of us are men. My mm-hmm. wife and children mm-hmm. are not there. So I bought a packet and said, okay, just for mm-hmm. old times. Mm-hmm. But what you did inside the hole, I went outside immediately and crushed the cigarette packet, threw it outside. Even here, I, I, I decided not to do this. And I'm like, it was only a, a safety behavior point of view. Okay. I didn't mean to convince them. Okay. It was that powerful. So persuading is yes. very important. Unfortunately, we can persuade people of evil things. Yes. So the wrong people can get this technique and you can never stop it. Hitler. The biggest example. Yeah, 8,000 speeches. 8,000 speeches. And he moved the nation yes. to a disaster. So it can go both ways. Yeah. Very tricky. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, Annie, it, it has to come back to the context development and how they are developing the context. So, But, but you see, Akazi, it goes back to the professionals, if you're good at something and you speak yeah, about it, yeah. then no one else no one, will yeah, come. Yeah. You will make it clear. Yeah. As a good speaker, you need to be a good, you know, uh, having, having the presence of mind. This is something secret, I believe. Not everyone will have, even if they have the skills. You know, throughout a session, I have to appreciate that you are completely present. And I also, this is something which I learned. Being present, listening to the whole thing is something which is kind of spiritual, I think. What, what do you think about that? That's a whole... It's secret. a secret. You are actually taking one of the secrets Important, out. yeah. <laughs> secret. So here's the thing. So many people define public speaking as thinking on your feet. You heard this before? Yeah. To think on your feet. That means you are able to think clearly when you are on your feet in front of the audience. And to me... I don't say that. To mm. me, I say you have to not think when you speak. It's like driving, you know. At the beginning, when you drive, the first days of driving, you have to think, actually. Oh, did I do this signal? Oh, did I use this? Okay, mm. so you are thinking on your, while mm. you're driving. Mm. But come on, today, do you really think? No. So In the beginning, I was having a tough time to, <laughs> you know, set up things. Now, it comes yes, naturally. Yes. It's like second nature. Yes. So... Uh, a good public speaker actually reaches to a stage which I call in the master class freedom. And freedom means freedom from all the thinking and thought processes. Finish. You do the thinking before speaking. You do all the arrangements. Let the mind do its work before. You put the plan, you put the structure, you organize everything. But then when you go on stage, you do not think. It's yeah. internalized. It's you speaking. So I say in a part of this, you reach to a, a stage where you do not deliver your speech, but your speech delivers you. That is the level of speaking we want. It's like Tony Robbins. Do you yeah. think he's th- having a, a mind, mind, his mind is speaking to him? <laughs> Let me say, you have to be out of your mind. Yes. <laughs> When it, you it is from the heart. Yeah. It is from the heart. We call it from the heart. But actually your whole yeah, being yeah, it's is being, speaking. Yeah. Okay? So there are no um, techniques. I do should do this. You should not talk to yourself. You just, you are a living speech. 
So mindfulness is not what I uh, call here. Yeah. The word mindfulness is different than presence, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's the Western version of saying yes. to be present in the moment. It's, uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. But as a speaker, mind job is before, then it's your heart and your soul and your being speaking. Looking at the situation now, now social conversations are 100% we cannot see now. It's going down. We used to have the culture of majlis in olden days. You know, I, I believe still goes on in once in a week maybe, but we don't see that much now, which is missing. Conversations happening in uh, masjids or any uh, cultural centers. There was, there was this kind of environment for people to talk. It's missing now. Social media is just texting. Very hard to see somebody really talking. We have phone calls free, but still we don't really communicate. How to really le- reclaim this social situation? Yeah. What, what do you have, uh, anything for uh, these kind of people who are really missing out, becoming isolated, man? <laughs> We are missing out real conversation. I really appreciate those people who talk. Why? Because they are bringing back people to express themselves. You know, if you don't express the mental health issues, all the problems which we see is because we are not able to express. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what the scene that came to my mind is a few days ago I was watching on NBC the movie The Fifth Element mm-hmm. okay, about which was a dec- about the life of Julian Assange WikiLeaks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the actor I love this actor Benedict, uh, mm. Benedict what I forgot Kumbasam <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so Kumbasam. I remember he talking he's talking to the Guardian um, uh, representative listening like this and he said This is the first time I hear someone speaking for nine hours and say nothing. <laughs> and says nothing. He was speaking for nine, talking, sorry, for nine minutes and says nothing. So th- there is a lot of talking out there. Mm-hmm. But how much of that is saying and actually conveying? Mm-hmm. So although we encourage verbal communication, yeah. Because without verbal communication, I will not understand you and you understand me, yeah. okay? My point of view. Yeah. I highly encourage. I remember one lady joined my Me No Speak English program, mm-hmm. right? And I asked them, what, why do you want Me No Speak English, each one of you, right? Everyone, I respect their drives, okay? Mm-hmm. And she said, Mr. Muhammad, I, I'm wearing hijab, okay? And as a Muslim lady, I was ridiculed. Once yeah. from a foreigner in English. Mm-hmm. She was making fun of my hijab, which mm-hmm. is the scarf. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to defend, explain my point of view. I couldn't. So I decided to come into me and speak English. And at least go back and speak for myself. You know, there is a lot of propaganda everywhere. And we think... We have our prejudice and assumptions about the West and they have about us and the East like this. And now everybody is going into yeah. compartments, all yeah. right? Yeah. And it's always us versus them. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to create that communication, yeah. that face-to-face communication. True. Not media writing, texting, and, uh, sorry, video documentaries, which are, which are very selective Yeah. And do not show us the big picture. Yes. So the only way to conquer this is me with my flesh and blood yes. go out as a Muslim, speak, or as a Bahraini or Arab, speak, and show 
who are who who we are actually right, okay right, right. and so at that level this is very important okay mm-hmm. to go and speak and encourage we cannot say do not do this all right we cannot say for example we need conversations only i i agree with you okay we want our families to speak again and face to face so whatever happening what is happening in social media instagram live shows okay it's good yeah. let us create you know richard branson is going or robert kawasaki goes there on linkedin and speaks to people mm-hmm. seth godin this seth godin i'm a big fan of seth yeah, godin yeah. you know him yeah. and he speaks to people he is available he's visible yes. so w- whatever your position is go there encourage speaking this is the only human thing left for us yeah. even if it's through social media which is trying to dehumanize us yeah. not intentionally yeah. it's the way we use it actually yes, exactly. right but at least we can have this channel and screen and, and go and be ourselves and speak to each other whatever uh, degree or quality it comes let it come because right. this is how we speak at home let's do it on social media mm. so at one stage we need to encourage this uh, at least mm. okay beautiful but at homes Again, we have, I mean, people will watch this podcast through their phones, most probably, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they Very have good. to anyway. Yes. So, coming back to you, again, I, you are not say, sharing secrets. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you have some of the secrets we, we wanted to know. So, if you can share. I am it. saying them, by the way. Already we are, we are trying to <laughs> take it, inshallah. So, uh, coming back to you, uh, what makes you smile, basically, yeah? is it only this passion for helping people speaking or uh, speaking in the you know uh, programs or uh, events or something else is also there i i will say this you know i was for long i mentioned in one of my programs which is called the pursue your purpose okay and i mentioned the three stages of you actually evolving as a human being living his purpose and at one stage you will excel at what you are excelling at mm-hmm. and you will receive awards uh applauses ovations mm-hmm. titles and you will brag about them and whatever you do is magical and you're enjoying it and people are cheering for you mm-hmm. they cheer for you mm-hmm. but you have to move beyond this stage to a stage where you cheer for people mm-hmm. How did I discover this? I was at one stage after the 2006 uh, national champion speaker. So I went into speaking and I'm enjoying the stages and being called as one of the top 10 speakers. Okay, good. Enjoying. Then I created a program called Mino Speak English. Mm-hmm. By accident, by the way. Okay. By demand because people say, "How come you speak English so well?" You're Bahraini. Are you sure you're Bahraini? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am Bahraini. Maybe you studied in private schools. I am, no, Baba, I studied in government schools. Then how come your English is better than us? Okay. And I was annoyed by this. I don't bother. Mm-hmm. I teach health and safety in English. Mm-hmm. So the locals, mm-hmm. some of them were suffering. And they say, these expats, they know English more than us. Please help us. What is your secret for good English? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I do not know. Wallah al-Azim, I do not know. <laughs> Let me finish the course. Okay. But they insisted. They keep insisting. 
Mm-hmm. And so I stopped the program for some time and I teach them, okay, this is what I do. I went back to my life. I said, what was I doing so that I speak English well? Okay. At least above average for Bahrainis, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And <clears throat> I discovered four secrets. Now, don't tell me you want the four <laughs> secrets now. <laughs> At least this... <laughs> I called them the four okay, secrets, but nice. there were four things, behaviors I kept doing on and on and on in my life. Mm-hmm. I was not aware of, but because my fellow citizens, they insisted, I said, I need to help them. Okay. So after some time, I, this was so happening too much that I said, okay, enough of private teaching. Let me just open a, a hole in Bahrain and I will call everyone to come. I will give you the four secrets. Okay, mm-hmm. and we charge three dinars only per person mm-hmm. because we have to pay for the rental of the hall. When I, and I said, okay, what's the name of the workshop? That was in 2015. We said, okay, let's do use me, no speak English. Mm-hmm. Famous. Mm-hmm. So, and it was uh, intriguing. And I saw that day more than 70 people marching into the hall. Parents bringing their kids like this as if they are going into a big festival. I didn't realize the problem is that deep because me no speak English is something that many suffer, but they do not spell. They are suffering in silence. Because I know English well, I don't feel what they feel. So it resonated with them. Then I said, oh my God. This is serious. Then moms used to bring their kids. Please help my son love English. Please help my son to graduate. They don't care about English. You know, moms and dads, they have crossed that stage and they have seen that if you're not good at English or good enough, then you will probably miss a lot of opportunities in Bahrain. Right? This is a fact. They know, but the kids, they don't know. So I started receiving a lot of requests. And since 2015 until today, I have traveled all GCC countries. I have covered around more 6,000 students in Mino Speak English. Just carrying my bag and teaching in colleges and everywhere. What should you do? And you should believe in yourself, etc. So it worked with many people. Now, where is the catch? Where... One day when we were doing a practical thing, so after me not speak English, I take them into another gathering where mm-hmm. there are expats. Mm-hmm. And I try for the expats to be actually, uh, you know, Western. Mm-hmm. You know, their mother tongue is English. And some of them are so, most of them are so nice. Mm-hmm. I just tell them, sit inside with my students. Speak with them, can you? Will you please? Mm. Sure, we will do this. Mm. We prepared everything. I take photos and I have karakti and I just photo, take photos of them. <laughs> and then when we finish two hours, this lady comes to me and says, young lady, Mr. Muhammad, you have no idea who I am now. She was so scared into going to this room, looking at those blonde, you know, yeah, uh, Americans. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly she comes out. Okay, uh, so I can speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Confidence. Mashallah. Just by applying the rules I teach them and me not speak English, okay? Even partially. Just you need to believe in yourself, all right? Believe in yourself and do something which I tell you what to do. Point. When she said that, the joy in her eyes, the spark, the tone, I 
a wave of happiness mm. and bliss which have, I have never, ever experienced. Beautiful. Even on the stage in Washington Hilton, where I was giving really? the trophy, huh? it wasn't like that, Muhammad. And it uh, repeated itself. Every time a Bahraini speaks English, after the program, I'm in tears. Mm-hmm. And I f- express a joy where I'm saying, God, I want more of this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stand and cheer. People cheer for me. Mm-hmm. So I shifted from cheering, people cheering for me to me cheering for people. This is where I found true happiness, true joy. Mm-hmm. That's what I call it, purpose. Mm-hmm. Because I found my purpose accidentally. Mm-hmm. As a human being, you have to move from the place where you just want the world to be there for you and you are the center of the world to a point where you are actually not the center because you are not. Because Allah, He gave you this gift for a reason. Like Mark Twain said, there are two important days in your life. The day you were born and the day you came to know why. Yeah. So... I don't know what your question was. That is to <laughs> make your heart smile, by the way. That's what makes me smile now. Yes. Students who are able, by the way, most of them are adults. Because me speaking English is actually for adults who missed the plane wow. or the train. Otherwise, I tell students, go do a better job at school because you still have time. But adults, Bahrainis who have crossed this stage, then they need help. When you help people, that's the You're, you're giving the gems, by the way. Really, so don't say at the end of the program, <laughs> I did not give them. No, of course. You know, so uh, getting back to like speech, you know, great speeches, yeah. very professional level we are talking. What makes uh, such speech go viral? Is it the technique or the skill? Or... It's, it's something beyond that, which is pulling somebody to, you know, have that nobus. And even you were, talk to me. <laughs> the speech is, is used as a confidence presentation by many of them. When yeah, they show your know. video, <laughs> that it is, it is being used, like any, uh, explaining about your wife, explaining yeah. about the time. So there is something, you know, overall behind anything which you do, you know. And I'm sure public speaking is, that's why it's more attracting for you. So, so that you can really convince some message. Um, so, let me be, let, I have a confession, all right? Uh-huh. All of us, you know, when we come under the limelight and yes. when we reach to a stage and we have achieved and people interview us and they want, you know, to ask us the questions, how did you do it? We really wish to look like we knew it was going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, we have no peep idea <laughs> <laughs> that is one was going to happen. Okay. Even if I write a book mm-hmm. and I say the five steps to become a millionaire, mm-hmm. the five steps to become a good speaker, mm-hmm. BS. Yes. You had no idea. That it will be viral. There is no one that can say to me, I, I wrote my CV for the next 20 years and I know what's going to happen. No. BS. Because 
every CV you write, actually you write it about what was in the past. Yeah. But in the future, I dare you can. Mm. Even if you give me all this <clears throat> uh, uh, the secret of attraction, power of attraction, <laughs> love, attraction. love attraction, <laughs> or you give me this goal setting or planning, nothing will go as planned. Yes. Yes. No one can claim that in the whole. But we like to show in our books, in our seminars, that mm. we knew this mm. would happen. And here are the top 10 secrets, top 10 whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is for sure. Yeah. I lived my life and I expected it as it came and I was happy. Even when I want to say to people... Uh, <clears throat> Some people ask me, what were your main obstacles? And I'm looking for the obstacles. And <laughs> trying to put something so that I look like from uh, rags to riches. Okay? Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to show this. Otherwise, how will it become phenomenal? But <laughs> honestly speaking, I was happy, Akazi. Yeah, okay? Great. And I looked at my life. I want to put something. Okay, maybe my dad was so cruel. Huh? <laughs> I have to blame someone for my miseries. But it wasn't there. Yeah, That's normal dad, normal mom, normal life. We get beaten sometime. We get disciplined. Then I look at my work. It was very tough. Okay, everybody's work is tough. Yes. Uh, okay. So was was it, you know, obstacle-free life? No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But there is one thing. I was happy doing what I love doing. So there were obstacles, but they were not look they were they didn't look like obstacles. Mm. And if you love doing something so well, mm. anything that comes in your way, it's actually a treat yeah, rather than a torture. Right, <laughs> right. So, and I had this playfulness. I don't care. I will do what I love. Mm. Okay. Now, that's why I tell speakers, are you sure you want to get into speaking? Mm. Because if you do not love speaking for what it is, and you only love it for what it brings, mm-hmm. one moment forward when what it, what it brings stops coming, Just you will withdraw. Yeah. And you will say, oh my God, I have to look for a day job again. <laughs> Why on earth did I leave my job for speaking business? Yeah. I saw this frequently. Many, yeah. Many people, okay? Because they say it's... Um, but if you love speaking for what it is, for, for what it brings to you, yeah. to people, yeah. even you go, if you go through a drought, you will continue. Yes. So please be sure that you have the passion. Now, I, want, I know what you asked me. Now, what makes a great speech is that you actually... You only speak about what you are passionate about. That, like uh, Oprah said, passion is what you will do even for free. They don't have, you don't have money. Okay, I will come speak to you. No problem. How many students? I will come. That's why I call the concept the life in your speech, which I delivered in Vancouver. My book, upcoming book, hopefully. (laughs) If not me, no speak English. It's the life in your speech. So you have to be a live speaker. <laughs> and that's Amazing. why in my Instagram and everywhere, you don't see I am yeah. a speaker. I'm a life speaker. Mm-hmm. So it's all about your life. Are you willing to talk about your life? How deeply? 
how broadly that's what make a amazing, great speech amazing, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, makes yeah, a great speech yeah. and this is this is what i like when you were sharing all experience that makes that makes clear and it makes real real feel it's it's something which everybody has to really experience i'm sure by by listening to this podcast by now you must have likes it and i still have it i still am can i'm gonna catch him and ask a few questions uh, we have uh, you know rapid fire questions but before that uh, i should acknowledge for what you're doing and i appreciate how you finding out time for people and also being having clear, clear context about what you're doing that makes something you know special in rajesh rich podcast for me and anybody getting it i am blessed i feel I'm yeah, blessed yeah yeah i'm i'm blessed to have you here today well uh, at last uh, what is your advice for the young generation in you know to develop their communication skills basically of course that is one of the pillars of leadership also and i'm sure if this uh, advice can be given in this time basically which is very speedy and noisy and i think this is something very much required after listening to you i feel like there is a bigger responsibility for us to really bring this word out to people that it's not only for experts and uh, well known people it's also for someone who has to start thinking about it in the beginning itself even if they don't have the context in their life i think something to worry about so what is your advice for such youngsters um do what i did when i was young at your age and say yes to the opportunity and if you have a chance to speak raise your hand okay if nobody else raises their hand raise your hand <laughs> if nobody gives you a space to speak you make the space you insist because you're going to thank yourself 10 years on you're going to thank yourself that you did something which made you uh the confident person you are mm. you don't want to be at 25 and then you say god what happened to me i cannot even say a sentence i cannot even yeah. express myself you don't want to be there okay so say yes say yes now okay mm-hmm. before it's too late it will feel uncomfortable only for the first few seconds but then you will be happy forever if if you do not do this you will be comfortable only for few seconds and suffer forever which one do you want to choose suffer few seconds and enjoy and enjoy for the rest of your life or be comfortable for few seconds and then suffer for the rest of your life choice is yours great so coming to your uh, personal life at least at least i have asked you whole thing about uh, you know your competency level your passion which is which is what we are doing here but something about your you know relationship your understanding your con- you know uh, and concept behind that also to balance out your passion and your you know life what what did you learn basically even in at least last two years we have seen the change we have seen people divorce it's crazy going on and I, i'm sure but you made uh, made sure everything is balanced according to your speech given <laughs> 15 years back 
and you are living by that what is your even my mentor said the speech you gave in washington was a message from you to you it's about your family and i remember when i was getting ready for the rehearsals the months before august in 2006 they were very hard mm-hmm. and i was crushed with my i had three boys and i need to needed to pay them attention more sorry two boys at the, that time and <clears throat> i was lost why am i doing this and i'm ignoring my boys mm-hmm. what message i'm delivering in washington to say to people you know snatch the moment and, yeah. you know and and not paying attention to my 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 own children so it was personal experience as well mm-hmm. this personal experience helped a lot i remember one day driving with my wife and the title of my speech is talk to me okay and if you watch the video you will know what it's about okay yeah, you watch yeah. by me i'm to- i'm talking to your yeah. audience so one day i decided to test practical test so i was driving with my wife and i decided to speak to her more because she always said used to say talk to me and i talked to her and she talked to me simple things and i paid attention full attention <laughs> and and she it encouraged her to talk more and i enjoyed she enjoyed few minutes it was few minutes and suddenly she stopped and she said amwali wow you're talking to me a man talking for more than 4 minutes <laughs> it was an achievement <laughs> <laughs> to me I'm like okay that's not a she said thank you so much I feel so good <laughs> and at that moment Muhammad I felt this is true it's not only a speech yes this is happening yeah. I did not realize that my wife was suffering this much from my lack of communication mm-hmm. and I say this Honestly, I opened my wounds. You if you saw the speech, I'm not a hero in that speech anyway. Mm-hmm. And I this is what I discovered at the beginning of marriage. We are all best husbands, which I made my fun of myself, right? We are the best husbands on earth. Oh, we are so good. And then our wives, our better half actually we don't see the best out of them because still life did not come in. When life comes in the romantic me goes down down yeah, yeah, down, yeah. down what curve is going up she is going through challenges she is going through baby raising up baby bearing baby laboring etc yeah. upbringing house cooking taking care of yes. everything so the her curve is going up. up your curve as a man is going down because you are busy busy with your dreams passion yeah. and whatever so i called it the x curve wow <laughs> not in there okay mm-hmm. so the more we we are in this marriage the lady the woman is the champion in fact yeah yeah that's the message hidden message i said in washington about my wife and i remember david brooks the 1980 champion approached mm-hmm. 1990 champion approached me and he said to me i have been in this tournament for past 15 years mm-hmm. never ever mm-hmm. has anybody come even close to this topic really yeah wow. this topic you said about talk to me 
this simple relationship between a Bahraini yeah, yeah. and his wife. We, I have, he's a witness for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, anyone came close to this. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's why it was unique. But also, it sent a message about yes. this Muslim, this Arab who comes and speaks so gloriously about women. Mm-hmm. And we think, what? Mm. Arabs are abusive to their women. Our Arabs are, you know, uh, oppressing women at home. But this this guy is speaking something different. The mm. way he speaks about his wife, it's not according to what the media conveys to us. Yeah. So there were things happening inside of me. I was challenged to keep my family together. All right. Mm. But also, it had uh, you know, another benefit out, out, out there. So. I always say this to everyone, okay? One of my secrets, okay? It's in a quote. I'd rather live my speech and not give it than give my speech and not live it. Very true. Live your speech even if you do not have to give it. If you want to become a speaker and you're not living what you're talking about, forget it. You will dim, you will die, you will diminish, people will forget you. Here and hereafter. <laughs> Live, even if you do not have to speak, Baba. Yes. And then when you speak, you, the, what you speak about will be so true to everyone because you are living it in your life. That's, that's life. Great ending your life giving. and speech. Thank you so much for such a. Uh, it's like a continuation of that speech and completes here that you are living that. Beautiful. So. I'll take some rapid fire questions, which is like not create already with the, the, the conversation we had. It's nothing scripted, by the way. I never gave him anything. Questions. No. You can ask him personally. So no escape from this. Yes. No skipping. No. Oh my God. <laughs> no passing over. <laughs> Nobody here. <laughs> okay. So uh, how do you want to be remembered? It has to be by the way, three or five. Words, not more than that. It's very challenging for any speaker to give that. And uh, uh, any any word which I ask, it's like completing. Let's say if I ask one word which comes to your mind and you say, this is what comes to my mind. So something interesting which you know may be rapid fire questions. So what what is something which you want to be remembered as? Uh, someone who made me speak. Okay. So uh, what are you most grateful for? Mm, mentors who come at the right time and they dis- disappear. Uh, what makes you angry? And how long do you take? Not knowing how to open a conversation with Fatima, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and how long it does, does it say? It is... I get frustrated, so... <laughs> Yeah, how to open a conversation with your, you know... <laughs> what is one thing you like about Fatima? She is very out-of-the-box thinker and doer. Always does things differently. My, She's my youngest. So, uh, what is one great thing people don't know about you? I don't hate anyone. Anyone on earth, I do not hate anyone. I don't have hate for anyone. That's a great thing for sure. Uh, what is that one book which has made a profound effect on you? The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. What is one thing you love the most about your wife? 
uh, there are too many I can't remember, but her smile. Definitely her smile. What is your happiness to you? It's, it's, it, it happens inside and it is not polarized. It has no uh, negative or positive phase. It just happens, but it's, it's not permanent. What is the money for you? Um, they say financial freedom is to have a lot of money. But to me, financial freedom is not to want to have a lot of money. That is true freedom. Not learning. Not learning. Mm-hmm. If you do not learn, Keep that's learning. getting more So, uh, one social media influencer you think is uh, making a great impact? Whether it's YouTube, no. anywhere. Again, Seth Godin. Okay. I wouldn't call him a social media influencer, but he's all over social me- media, and he's so generous. And one of his uh, uh, law rules is be generous. And he ha- he's writing um, his blogs since 15, 17 years, or nonstop, every day a blog. Wow. And to me, yeah. He's the one. He's the one, Seth Godin. So what one thing every social media should have, influencer should have? Authenticity. That's authenticity. So, at last, I don't want to drag you so much. <laughs> at last, uh, sprint, man. what? What? How is the interview? <laughs> <laughs> um, you you must know that um, I wasn't able to say all this. There are, you know, a handful of things I I didn't say before ever. Any place. Yeah, any place is. I don't know how you did it, <laughs> but it goes back to being, you know? Yeah. So when you are being who you are, people, they feel they are the, at their best in your presence, okay? Yes. So you create the space, okay? Mm. So that's what you did, Muhammad. You created a space um, which allowed me to be who I am fully. Yeah. Maybe that's the best definition of the Rajas. Thank you so much, Annie. You have added such a great value to this podcast today and such a great session. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, you have seen that. Did you like it? I'm sure you all like it. And you have to do this job. Just share it with your friends. Facebook, Twitter, wherever it is. All the details are in the you know descriptions about uh, Muhammad Ali Shukri and his social media channels. Make sure you follow him and get all the tidbits every day. Maybe you are also social media and you're very active also. I hope. Well, are, are you? Is it your team handling or you yourself handle also? Uh, uh, no, I have my team only for the company, okay. which is Y Axis. Okay. So the Instagram of Y Axis is taken care by them. That's why mm. I'm really below average when you come to my social media accounts. Remember, when social yeah. media came, I was doing speaking already. So yeah, the shift yeah. to social media, was, I wasn't a speaker because of social media. Yes. So the stage is still mine, even virtually. I, with, with people following and giving me advice, I will improve my own social media. <laughs> but you will find a lot of secrets yes, there. I yes, assure you, yes. in my Instagram, you will find a lot of secrets. And by, by ending this, uh, is there uh, any deadline you have set for the book? For the book? Yeah. Um, it is March 2022. 
That's it, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> See you in the next episode. Thank you very much. Assalamu alaikum.